BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Birdland Tonight. This is Cody from uh, I Just Like the Duck podcast. You can find me at Orioles Podcast. Uh, look, man, this was a tough one. The Orioles lose game one of a three-game series to the Yankees, uh, a score four to five. Uh, it, it, was, uh, it was a game that I felt like we had in hand. Um, you know, it was, it, we, we traded some home runs early on. We'll kind of get into the, the, you know, the breakdown, but I really thought that we were going to pull this one out. Um, you know, I, maybe that's just a little bit of hope that, um, that, uh, you know, this team is not the team that always loses in this same fashion to the Yankees that we've turned a, a bit of a corner, but, uh, no, uh, the, the Yankees always seem to find these and, oh my God, is it, is it terrible? Um, you know, let, let's kind of get into it. Let, let's start out with, uh, with the lineups for tonight. Uh, when we look it up on the Orioles side, we had, uh, you know, one, two, three, Cedric Mullins, Austin Hayes, Trey Mancini. And that seems to almost be written in stone each and every night. I'm wondering what you guys think about that. Feel free to leave some comments and, and, and we can jump into it. You know, what I started wondering is, you know, I, I do think that these guys are our top three hitters, but I wonder if there's room to change up the order, especially possibly either moving Trey up to the number two spot, possibly moving uh, Austin Hayes to the leadoff spot. Uh, but is there any room to play around with that? You know, I think that, you know, something that, uh, that, you know, the Hyde, Brandon Hyde has a lot to worry about um, how exactly he's going to, he's going to fit these one, two, three hitters, I think is, you know, low on his priority list. He's more worried about who's going to, you know, uh, bat, you know, either in the middle of the order or the late, but um, yeah, I'm just curious what you guys think about that. Uh, in addition to that, we have right uh let's see here sorry i got some feedback coming on uh looks like we had freddie Ga- or sorry after mullins hayes and mancini we had freddie galvis ryan mountcastle and dj stewart batting four five six and then the bottom of the order michael franco pedro severino which i thought was interesting I, you know to see him so far down in the lineup and he actually had a, uh, a great night, in my opinion. And then Pat Vileka, uh, who actually proved uh, to come through kind of clutch as well, and we'll get into that. So that was the Orioles starting lineup. Uh, over on the Yankees side, we saw DJ LeMahieu, um, who I actually learned tonight. His real name is David John LeMahieu. Uh, Luke Voigt back at first base. Aaron Judge. Ugh. 
Gary Sanchez actually DHing. Uh, his struggles kind of continued. Clint Frazier at left field, Brett Gardner in center field, um, Miguel Andahar at third base, uh, Kyle, and I know I always struggle with his last name, uh, Higashio Ika. Nope, didn't even nail it. And then Tyler Wade playing shortstop. Um, G. Urshela uh, actually came in and pinch hit. He actually ended up, he sat out most of the game. It was, they had commented about how he had some knee issues. But uh, he came in and actually ruined the day for all of us. Uh, so, hey, great. We've got some comments coming in here. Um, you know, uh, early on, some folks start, starting to talk about Travis Lakins. We'll kind of get to that. Um, yeah, absolutely. So let's kind of get into this. The first thing that I wanted to talk about, um, one, uh, non-game stuff. Um, look, I thought the, the camo night stuff was cool. I thought that the Orioles hat looked a lot better than the Yankees hat. Oh, we got a Yankees fan in here. Oh, that's new. Uh, hello to you, Pablo. Um, so the camo night I actually thought was cool, especially for the Yankees catcher, uh, Kyle Higashioko. Um, you know, they all get – I, you know, I feel like the catchers get something extra special. They're, their gear is always a bit more spiced up for whatever theme night they're having. And uh, I really thought that uh, Kyle's uh, catcher's mask was pretty cool in that army green with that uh, gold copper. I'm not sure anybody else caught that, but – just something fun to, to look at. Um, let's see here. You know, the other thing that I thought before the game started is that this is probably the best possible lineup given who's on the roster right now. Um, you know, especially given that it's, you know, who else? We don't have Anthony Santander, more on that. But I think that having uh, Pat Vileka probably better than any of the other choices that we have in uh, Rio Ruiz or Ramon Urias. I'm not sure if defensively that's the case, but I don't think that Pat Vileka um, made any, any, any worse plays. Uh, he was serviceable and came in clutch and a couple hits. But, um, but yeah, curious what you guys think about that uh, as far as the lineup goes. I know that a lot of us were really thinking, uh, I know I was hoping that we might see uh, Jami Jones get the call up. Um, Turns out he was not held out of the Norfolk Tides lineup uh, in order to make his Orioles debut. Uh, he's just going through kind of a, a small little injury, and it looks like maybe he might go on a, a seven-day IL or something like that to, to get a little bit of rest, um, which begs the question, uh, why are they not calling somebody up? If it's not you know a healthy Jones, why not a healthy Stevie Wilkerson or Richie Martin, Ryland Bannon? somebody to give these guys a, a boost. Uh, we're all begging to see, you know, somebody come up. Uh, you know, I'm, I would love to see Austin wins come up. Yeah. I get that. He's older. I get that. He's already had his shot in the bigs, but um, at this point in time, I just don't think that chance Cisco's cutting it every time he's in the lineup. I'm, I'm just not real comfortable with that. So it would be great to, to see if, you know, we could get that. I kind of nodded down uh, a few keys to the game that I thought we really needed to hit on um, before the game started. One, we needed to have, and this is the Josh Soroka factor. The Orioles need to have more hits than they do strikeouts. So let's just kind of take a look. Let me refresh my screen, make sure I got the latest in the box score to see if we actually had more hits than strikeouts. We had seven strikeouts and nine hits. So we did, we did pass that test. Uh, so that's not what is what let us down. Secondly, I think we needed to see an aggressive Dean Kramer. That's something that we saw in his last outing and something where, you know, he performed extremely well. And you know what? I think other, you know, I think he, I don't think that you can put this one on Kramer's shoulders. 
Um, you know, he pitched five full innings, uh, gave up five hits, two earned runs, struck out four. Um, yeah, they were they were two home runs from Aaron Judge. Um, that that was, you know, I, I hated that. You know, I, I didn't mind the fact that the next time he came up to bat, we just walked him. I think that was a smart move. You know, that should have been an intentional walk. Um, but I'm just not sure how that plays. Uh, you know, with the team when you're kind of giving up on a guy. But, um, yeah, Aaron Judge was obviously locked in. Um, but let, let's kind of talk a little bit about the game. What do you guys think about Cedric Mullins stealing first uh, – or, sorry, stealing second in the first inning? Uh, it's something that obviously didn't pay off because he got caught. Uh, and then, you know, as soon as he did get caught, Austin Hayes hits a, a, a home run. It could have been a two-run home run, but instead – uh, it's just a, you know, uh, a, you know, a single, a solo home run. I, I don't know if Cedric Mullins being kind of the, the base running beast that he is, if he always has a green light, the game's early at that point in time, we were down one Oh, uh, as, as judge did his first home run. But, uh, curious if you guys have any comments on that, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, yeah, you know, hindsight sure would have been nice to have him on base when Austin Hayes knocked one over the fence. Um, but I, I'm okay with that, man. We're getting a lot of Yankees fans in here and some, uh, the Florida pool, man. So this is going to be a fun conversation. Hey, I would love to bring back Buck Walter. I'm a huge Buck Walter fan. So if he's, if he's willing, uh, I'm not sure about the rest of Birdland, but I wouldn't mind seeing Buck Walter back in an Orioles dugout. Uh, the fourth inning. So, so that was the first inning. The second and third innings, I thought were pretty clean by the Orioles. Um, you know, nothing by our bats, but really in the middle of the order and the and, and the bottom of the order, I didn't expect a lot. Um, you know, when we look at kind of who did what on the Orioles side, um, let's see here. Mullins had two hits. Austin Hayes obviously one hit. That uh, that's nice solo home run. Um, Trey Mancini. With a nice base uh, base hit, and then you know DJ Stewart a three hit night. All it took for DJ Stewart to to get going was the the threat of Anthony Santander finally coming back, uh, playing out in Bowie. And I did actually see some stats come up. Let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, Anthony Santander Santander was one for three with a single and a run down in Bowie. And I was, I'm curious. I wonder if you guys know why would he go down to Bowie and not Norfolk. Uh, is that just because Bowie's a lot closer to Baltimore than Norfolk? I'm wondering if anybody I, – I do think that that's common, but I'm just wondering why. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Ryan Mountcastle. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle had three strikeouts, continues to struggle. Uh, he's currently batting 212 uh, on base percentage of 236. I mean, I know that uh, there were – this has kind of been going on for a while. Uh, Mountcastle struggled, and and then he kind of had a brief period where he was getting on base, and he was getting he put together kind of a run of, of a lot of base hits, but nothing of that was really power. I think he did have uh, one home run uh, up in Seattle. Um, uh, yeah, lots of guys uh, here are. Uh, our, our, our Buck Showalter fans. Hey, keep the comments coming. We're, we're going to, we're going to jump to some of these, including all the Pablo, the, the Yankees comments as well. We'll jump to that. Some of these, these are going to be fun. Um, let's see here. Uh, so yeah, DJ Stewart had a hell of a night. That was nice to see because I think he's been struggling. It's going to be interesting to see. He's kind of got a last week before Anthony Santander comes up and takes his job back in right field. 
and so this is really DJ Stewart's last chance to impress uh, the coaching staff and show that, you know, look, he still belongs here. He can still be a platoon guy. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, here's where I thought that uh, it looked like Dean Kramer was starting to get a little bit off the rails and something that, you know, we, we typically don't see Dean go past too far past the fifth and sixth. I don't think he's been into the seventh uh, at all this year. Um, definitely uh, no one other than John means has pitched the eighth and ninth, but, um, you know, I felt like he got a little bit of lucky, which is uh, what the uh, Orioles need. There was that bunt pop-up, but he just didn't see as sure of himself. And I don't think he was as aggressive uh, as he was early in the game. Um, but that, that was the top of the fifth. He still managed to kind of get out. And at that point in time, uh, the Orioles were still tied 1-1. The bottom of the fifth was really exciting. Uh, what I really liked is when, you know, after DJ Stewart – um, got on base and you had Pedro Severino. Uh, I think that was after, again, Michael Franco uh, popped out. Uh, but you've got DJ Stewart on third base, Pedro Severino at the plate. And if anybody knows situational hitting, you would think it's going to be the catcher because the catcher knows what it's like to be on the other end there. He knows that if he's sitting behind the plate, what kind of pitch is he going to call? Um, and, and that's where I, I thought that Pedro probably took advantage of that knowledge. Uh, and hit just a nice, solid drive down the left field side, uh, bringing in DJ Stewart uh, and getting that run going, uh, that inning going. It was nice because soon after that, we actually saw, you know, and Pedro actually ended up on second base. That was a nice, really uh, nice double. Uh, and then, and you know, I'm not sure if anybody else noticed this. I used to notice this with Hanser Alberto. I think it must have been around the same kind of armed forces theme where um, Hanser Alberto had a, uh, a left arm camouflage arm sleeve. He must have had a big game or a big weekend when they were wearing camouflage because he wore that. Uh Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. For, for the next, like, year and a half. And I noticed that uh, Pedro Severino was wearing his pink Mother's Day gloves. Uh, which, which looks, you know, they, they looked good. And, uh, and, you know, I think if Pedro's going to continue to hit RBI doubles like that, he's going to keep wearing those uh, pink batting gloves. So it'll be interesting to see how far those go. Uh, and then we saw Pat Vileka step up to the plate. And what I liked about Pat Vileka is that, you know, is as tough as it has been for Pat Vileka, he's, he's been around the league long enough. He's a smart hitter. Uh, he got completely wiped out in his first at-bat in the third, uh, but came back and, and learned from that, had much more patience at the plate, and then was able to drive in uh, Pedro Severina uh, on a run, you know, getting us you know, on the scoreboard, uh, you know, an additional three runs. We're now leading 
the Yankees 4-3 after the fifth. Um, and then, you know, we started getting some trouble. I thought it was interesting that Adam Plutko came in into the sixth and only pitched one inning. He did have, you know, he immediately walked Aaron Judge. No problem with that. Uh, and then we got a nice double play. But then comes uh, Cole Sulser. And, you know, I have it in my notes here because I wanted to ask you guys, has Birdland forgiven Cole Sulser? Um, you know, Cole, Cole was kind of that uh, up and down guy. He had some issues with, um, with closing out games last year. And then it comes, you know, come to find out he actually had a, uh, a cut on his foot that never healed. And he, it was causing him to have, you know, bad performances. He just kind of wasn't getting in there. But um, but interesting what, what the rest of Birdland thinks. Cole has been exceptionally well, uh, or pitched exceptionally well. Uh, if I pull up kind of you know where the Orioles have, have kind of sit, Cole Sulcer, uh, up until this up until tonight was sitting at a one four two ERA, uh, and actually had a win. Uh, I'm not sure which game was that. He's only pitched twelve and two thirds innings, given up nine hits, but only two earned runs. Um, but he did not have his stuff tonight, uh, and and so that was kind of. Uh, a bit rough watching. Um, I, it would have been nice to one. I would have liked to see Adam Plutko go another one before you bring in Cole Solser, just to give you a little bit more breathing room for the rest of the night. Because after that, uh, to kind of bail out Cole Solser, we had Travis Lakin Senior come in, and as soon as Travis Lakin Senior came in, you know, I, I thought that when he came in, he looked a bit loose. He looked like having a good time. He's you know, cheer not cheerful, but um, but definitely a, a very a very different demeanor after Gio Urshela uh, pinch hit home run that put the Yankees on top five, four and ultimately lost us the game. After that, it looked like he was very angry. And when he was angry, he actually pitched very well. Uh, and, and so that's something that I'm going to look for the next time I see uh, Travis Lakins come in is, is he, is he angry? Uh, and if not, is, can somebody like throw rocks at him? because he seems to pitch a lot better when he's angry. Uh, you know, that's really the game. Uh, I thought that we might have a chance uh, there at the end. DJ Stewart again got on base, but unfortunately Michael Franco hit into a double play, uh, and that kind of killed that off. And then Pedro Severino uh, popped one out to the right field, and Luke Voigt caught that, and it was game over. Uh, but interesting kind of what you guys think. You know, is it Travis Lakins that, that really lost this game? Is it, again, another night where the Orioles just, obviously, we didn't score enough runs. Uh, and, and when is this going to end? I mean, uh, let's see here. Nine hits, four runs. Uh, it's not something that I think that we can sustain and, and be competitive in the AL East. Uh, and I, I know that we're all kind of waiting. Anthony Santander. Uh, good news. He's doing his rehab assignment down there in Bowie. Uh, we all, I, I'm not sure if everybody did. I was really hoping that we might see Johnny Jones or, or some, some fresh blood. I think we need to see somebody come up, uh, just to kind of give this guy some, or give this team a, uh, a fresh look. And we just really didn't see it, uh, tonight. Let's see here. Let's see if we can go through some of these comments and, and kind of talk about some of these things. <laughs> I'm not sure how we can show this, but Jimmy asking, can we strap Travis Lakins to the Cole Solcer rocket and fire him into the sun? Um, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, pocket watch. I don't think this game says much about the manager. Um, yeah, but you missed it. 
but I appreciate the feedback. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, let's talk about that. Was Hayes sent around third, or did he go on his own uh, when he got thrown out? Because he got thrown out by a mile. Um, and I have the same question because I think Tony Mastelioni has made some of these. I don't know what's going on on the third base side. We've kind of had a lot of guys go and get caught. This wasn't the first time. Um, when was that? Uh, so, so that's a good question. Um, I, I don't think he should have gone. Uh, it wasn't close. So I don't know what we do there um, to kind of get that. To, is, is that just more – I know that Tony Mazzaglione is, is new for the Orioles. Is that a bad call on his part? Because you're right. He was – or I, I would like to go back and see a replay and see a, a wider angle and see if they actually sent him. Was that something that Austin Hayes just decided to do on his own? Uh, I just don't know. You know, it was nice to see this. You know, the Orioles get a little bit of luck. That was also kind of in my my keys here. We needed to get a little bit lucky on defense. We saw that uh, on both sides of the ball. We saw Cedric Mullins with a diving miss, but um, one, Clint Frazier didn't know that he missed it, turned to run back to first pace, and uh, fortunately Austin Hayes uh, was right behind Cedric Mullins. Those guys play so well together. Uh, man in the outfield and was able to kind of get the ball really quickly into second base and Clint Frazier was out. Um, so that was nice to, to see a little bit of luck actually fall on our side. Uh, and again, Jimmy also asking, um, is it too late for project Bowie? Uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting um, because we're going to have to make a decision uh, with Anthony Santander. Now I was really hoping that it was going to be a brief stint for Anthony and Bowie, I mean, you know, just let them play a game or two and come back. When you look at the Orioles' schedule, uh, you know, we just finished that series up in New York. We've now got three games at home against the Yankees, um, you know, for the weekend. And then we have a day off. I think that's Monday. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we've got a home series against the Rays. Hey, what a great time to bring Anthony Santander back. But what the what I heard on the broadcast was, no, it might not actually be until next week. Uh, so maybe, you know, we've got a three-game series next weekend done uh, at Nationals Park. So maybe that's when they bring Anthony Santander back. And what's going to be interesting is everybody just assumes that Ryan McKenna gets sent back down. Uh, but you know what? The way that uh, Ryan Mountcastle is playing, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if Ryan Mountcastle got sent down for a little bit. Uh, I, I just I feel like it's a confidence issue uh, for Mountcastle. And if he can just kind of get uh, a couple of weeks where he's, you know, back there hitting 400, 500, knocking a few home runs, uh, it, because we know we've seen him do it before. Um, and it's just, he's struggling right now. Uh, the base hits that he getting that he is getting is a lot of kind of bloop singles. Uh, he did have kind of the one, you know, giant home run um, earlier last uh, earlier this week. But other than that, it has not been a great stint. Uh, a great couple of weeks for Ryan Mountcastle. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, yeah, over on uh, Orioles Twitter, they're uh, they're talking about the other candidates that the Orioles had looked at when they were looking at Brandon Hyde. Guys like Chip Hale, Mike Bell, Manny Acta, Mike Redman. Again, I'm not sure if you can really kind of you know throw Hyde under the bus for this one, um, but. Uh, 
but yeah, it, you know, let, let's kind of go through this. You know, it, it hides ultimately in charge, I think, of, of kind of hiring the coaches and, and managing the coaches. So, you know, this this failure of Hayes getting thrown out at home, that falls down uh, ultimately on Hyde's shoulder. You know, the buck stops there. That That's him. Um, you know, is he managing the bullpen uh, correctly? You know, is, is he making the right calls in, you know, bringing in Solcer? Where was Paul Fry? Uh, tonight, you know, obviously we didn't get a chance to see Cesar Valdez, um, but maybe we should have, um, you know, that's going to be something that we're, it'll be interesting to monitor in the year in the couple coming weeks on, I've also been begging for him to, to change up the lineup a little bit. Uh, one move around Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins and Trey Mancini. Um, but you know, and, and I know it's not his call, but bring one of these young guys up, maybe start. Ryan McKenna out in right field and, you know, see what he can do. Um, kind of tough to say after the night that DJ Stewart had, uh, but maybe you, maybe you DH Austin Hayes and let Ryan McKenna play out in left field. Um, I, I don't think that Ryan Mountcastle is really doing much for you. At least he didn't tonight as a DH. Um, so we'll see. So tomorrow night, again, game two on this three game series against the Yankees, we're going to see Jorge Lopez who I think Jorge Lopez, a lot like, you know, throws a lot like Dean Kramer. Uh, you know, he, he's really aggressive. You're probably not going to get more than, you know, six innings from him. Um, but at the same time, he's not going to give up a lot of runs. Uh, it, it's going to probably be a lot similar to what we saw from um, Dean Kramer tonight. Maybe a single shot home run, maybe two. Um, but I think that, you know, we're really going to kind of need to see the Orioles do something to give him some run support. And I don't know where that's going to come from, right? There's only, there's only so much, so many opportunities that guys like Trey Mancini, Austin Hayes, and Cedric Mullins get uh, until you see some type of performance out of uh, Michael Franco, Freddie Galvis. Um, you know, if, if you're not going to trade these guys, they're really just kind of placeholders. And if they're placeholders and you're not bringing up guys like Ryland Bannon or Richie Martin now, then, you know, that's just kind of a clear indication that, you know, look, you, you don't want the service clock to start on guys like Ryland Bannon. Um, and we, we've talked about that before on some other podcasts, you know, service time manipulation. Uh, Matt Soroka had a really good point that, you know, that probably doesn't happen except for guys like your, your very top prospects. So guys like Adley Rutschman and, you know, as well as Adley seems to be doing down there in Bowie, I don't think that he's probably, um, you know, I would love every, every Orioles fan would love to see him come up, but probably not ready for that quite yet. Uh, let's see here. Looks like that's all the comments we had for tonight. Um, Pocket watch is a big show. Walter fan, uh, Florida pool, man. I appreciate you stopping in. Uh, and yeah, absolutely. We would love to bring back uh, show Walter. Um, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure who the Yankees have on the mound for tomorrow night. I think that it's, Nope, I have no idea who it is. So let's take a quick look. Uh, again, facing off against Jorge Lopez. You know, and the Yankees are kind of interesting because they've they've got you know half or most of their coaching staff came down with COVID. Um, I don't think that Juan Carlos Stanton came down with COVID, but uh, Glaber Torres did, and he was vaccinated, uh, which tells you a little bit about um, just kind of COVID. Just because you get vaccinated, evidently, doesn't mean that you know you're going away. So it's Domingo Germán. Uh, on the mound for the Orioles. Um, not real stoked about seeing uh, Domingo again the last time, if I remember right, the Orioles uh, faced off back in April. Uh, he pitched seven full innings, only gave up three hits, struck out six. 
Uh, let's hope that we can do a little bit better uh, in our performance tomorrow. That's all I got tonight. You guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to you know tune in tomorrow. We'll have somebody leading uh, our post-game show. You guys take care. Good night, Birdland. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.